0: Hi, this is Jeff Kober, and we welcome you to this Disney at Play podcast. Well, it's been a while since we dedicated an update to Disney's Animal Kingdom. From the parking lot to Maharaja Jungle Trek, we catch up on this vast and entertaining park. Included is a conversation about whether Fox's Ice Age would ever be a right fit for the park as an attraction. We talk about what's still missing from the park due to COVID and what's not, what's come back recently and what's gone away forever. Have you heard about the 50th anniversary gold medallions? Well, we visit Mombasa gift shop in Africa to check it out. And we explore some of the park's simplest pleasures as I get to take my granddaughter there for the first time. So join us as we re-explore Disney's Animal Kingdom here at Walt Disney World, and please know that you will be able to access photos, links, lists, and other things uh, that are part of this podcast and that we'll refer to in the podcast as we um, as we go through. Well, let's begin with the arrival experience because there's a couple of things happening there that um, I think uh, uh, necessitates some some conversation. First off. Uh, you probably are all aware that um, the trams have come back to the Magic Kingdom and the trams have come back to um, Disneyland Resort in California, but they have not come back to any of the other parks. And nowhere is that more noticeable at this time than Disney's Animal Kingdom. What makes this especially painful uh, is my, my wife and son, often go there on a saturday morning it seems like they get thrown out into the furthest corner of the parking lot where they are parking away from people so that you look like you're getting your money's worth by paying the premium to park up closer not that it's much of a premium but you certainly look like you could you could treat yourself to something nice for what you're paying as a premium for parking Still, it's very frustrating. And then they're wanting you to go a certain circular route to get there. You know, they don't want you cutting through. Um, they don't want you to cut through where the trams are, even though there are, well, no trams there. So if there's one place that really, really needs to have the trams come back, I don't think it's as important right now at Disney's Hollywood Studios or at Disney's Animal Kingdom. It is really, or I mean, it, um. At uh, Epcot, but it is really important at Disney's Animal Kingdom, and I hope that we see it soon. Now, upon arrival, as you enter in, uh, they have crafted a new uh, a sand sculpture. Maybe it should have been an ice sculpture. Don't think it would have lasted long at Disney's Animal Kingdom. It's uh, The Ice Age Adventures of Buck Wild, now available on Disney. I want to say that this is perhaps one of the first times I've seen the sand sculpture in front of the park. Usually it's kind of across from, um, the, uh, barbecue restaurant in discovery Island. So this is kind of a different location. It's, it's, uh, we got a picture of it on our post and, uh, it's a well done sand sculpture. Lots of characters in ice age, Adventures of Buckwild, none of which I really have any knowledge or understanding of, but they are animal-like sculptures, and this is Animal Kingdom. So why not have Ice Age at Disney's Animal Kingdom? This has been probably Fox's biggest animation hit, and Disney now owns Fox. So what would it look like if we had Ice Age come to... Disney's Animal Kingdom, to be honest, I have never sat through an entire film of Ice Age. I have no idea what are the merits of this film, whether it's worth uh, having an attraction to or what that would look like if you did have an attraction to. Fortunately, I have a daughter, and so I took the time to ask Madison what she thought it would be like if Ice Age was a permanent attraction or experience at Disney's Animal Kingdom. Here is what she said. So Madison, what would an Ice Age attraction look like if it were at Disney's Animal Kingdom?
1: Well, there's one scene in the first Ice Age film where they were traveling through an ice cave and what? And they managed to lose track of the baby as it's sliding down a slide made of ice so they go after the baby and they end up going down this super long slide made of ice and it's just full of these twists and turns that that's just kind of fun to watch like even just watching that scene itself feels like a ride so that that already makes for a very potential ride.
0: And if there were animals there real animals what kind of animals would you have?
1: Well, considering the animals that they've shown in Ice Age are extinct. Ah, little um, detail.
0: This is a Dino Land <laughs> attraction. Is that what you're thinking?
1: Yeah. Um, I mean, if you want to insert animatronics, then obviously you put in the mammoth, the saber-toothed tiger. Oh, actually, they, one of the characters is a sloth. One of the characters is a sloth. So they can have, like, an exhibit with sloths, which I don't think they have a sloth exhibit, don't they?
0: No, they don't, but wouldn't, wouldn't a sloth be better for um, a Zootopia attraction? Because they have sloths working uh, the Department of Motor Vehicles.
1: Yeah, but like I said, one of the characters is a sloth, so I figured if they had to put in any existing animals into their Ice Age exhibit it, or ride, it would be a sloth. Huh.
0: That's interesting. So would you like some attraction like that?
1: I, I would. I think that would be a lot of fun to have. To have this whole kind of slippery slide um, ice ride. I, It could be a buggy. It could be the feeling of sliding down ice and I and maybe seeing some cool um, scenery like you see the characters uh, maybe you maybe there's like a screen where you're sliding alongside the characters and maybe you're seeing because in one part of the ride you I mean in one in that in the ice cave, scene, you see you actually see like some weird things or different things like a T-Rex in the ice, frozen, a frozen T-Rex and you even see a UFO. It's pretty weird but you you can can insert some interesting things into this ride into the glacier and it it can either be in the ride itself or even the cube you know,
0: while you're waiting, you get to see. Yeah. That's a very cool idea. Yeah. Well, thanks for sharing, Madison. You're
1: welcome.
0: So there you have it. You have a sense of what it might look like if Ice Age came to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Seems like there's some better choices, but who knows? Maybe at least we'd get more air conditioning in the park and that wouldn't be such a bad thing. It's Certainly one of my favorite parts of SeaWorld going into the penguin exhibit area because there is so much cold air. Um, while we're here, and before we even get into the park, we should start to acknowledge some of the things that are still not open as a result of COVID, some things that have reopened, some things that will never reopen. Uh, first thing you notice is the outpost entry gift shop. There's always been a pretty sizable gift shop Uh, for the front of the park that has not reopened and uh, don't know when that looks to exactly occur. When you go into the park you find that um, uh, there are a number of small kiosks which have really kind of taken care of feeding folks during the lunch hour. I was happy to see that small kiosks like Eight Spoon Cafe and The Smiling Crocodile were reopened during the lunch hour. They weren't open for a long time, but they were reopened in the park. And that was, I think, a good thing to see uh, that opened again. Also, still open are the Disney Calvacades. You know, the parade left some time ago. And so I really love these Calvacades on the water because they're a chance to see the Disney characters. And the guests just line up on the bridge every time they are coming nearby. They're just really quite the treat uh, to see all that's and done, there are some other things that are still missing in the park. Um, well, actually are now gone. Out of the wild was a gift shop that was over at Rafiki's Planet Watch. That just recently went away. It seems to me, I, I assume that they took it out because there just wasn't enough business in that corner. It seems to me if they moved and did a sort of kiosk, at the railroad station while you're waiting to come back to Africa, they would probably do pretty well because oftentimes you're having to wait several minutes for a train. And I just bet you there'd be, if you had the right kind of merchandise there, you'd probably make a few sales there. Um, Primeval World, we've mentioned this probably before. It's now um, completely gone and gone away. In fact, previous podcasts, we talked about how we would even take That entire Chester and Hester area and redo it. And really in a low, no cost way. We had several ideas for doing that. That would be very cool. Don't know. Don't know what the future is on that. Maybe the Ice Age is coming there. I don't know. But at any rate, Primeval world is now finally gone. Uh, Mickey Meet and Greet. If you recall, that um, location is on um, uh, Discovery Island. I want to say that they had a name for that location, Um, but I can't think of the name for it, but it was a place to see. And there are other places you could see uh, your friends. Remember down on the water's edge, it used to be a uh, area to uh, pick up the boat back in the day in the first days of the park when they had boats there. Um, that was a place to meet and greet. There was also a lot of meet and greet that went on in Dinoland um, with the whole Donald celebration and connection to dinosaurs. None of that has returned. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if we see that by summer, though, or even by spring break. I could see that occurring. Um, of course, uh, Finding Nemo the Musical or Finding Dory the Musical Uh, That is forthcoming, but we don't have a real good date as to when that's coming. Perhaps by summer. I wouldn't be surprised. Now, of course, you probably already heard this accidental quote unquote uh, notation of Guardians of the Galaxy roller coaster coming on Memorial Day weekend. Let me just tell you, typically what Disney likes to do is they try to create a big press event and they like to bundle that press event with other things. And I wouldn't be surprised if they're on a fast track to try to get Dory the Musical open in time for that. Also expect Fantasmic, if it hasn't opened by then, to be open by Memorial Day weekend. Again, that bundling for press events is what Disney likes to do. Um, Boy, I'm ready for Tumble Monkeys to come back to... um, uh, To... uh, Well... (laughs) Festival of the Lion King. I'm so used to learning to say celebration of the Festival of the Lion King, and and I'll, I don't understand why they just don't return to the uh, the dance that the that the dancers do the aerial dancing that goes on in that. I, I think we're kind of at a post COVID point that that's a that's a a good point to kind of bring that back in. Um, I will say this. The one thing I hope we don't see coming back is I was not a big fan of the whole get the four key entertainers taking their section, the lion section, the giraffe section. How do you, you know, everybody put up your claws. How do you, you know, what does a giraffe sound like? That whole section was a long drawn out section before you really got to it. I'd be okay. It's been dropped during the celebration of the Festival of Lanking. I'd be really okay if they just kind of took that out permanently. I think we've kind of done that, and I think everybody knows what it, what a giraffe sounds like um, at this point. So I don't think there's... That or, or it needs to be rewritten into something um, f- different and, and funnier or uh, unique or so forth. Um, over at Pandora Avatar, this uh, the Waya Interactive Drum Circle, remember that? That has not returned... And overall, a compelling nighttime show would be, uh, has been somewhat the victim of all, all of this. Um, I would like to see, I'd like to see something introduced there to fill the nights. I really enjoy the evenings. I'll come back to that soon enough. Um, while we were going through and going around and spent a couple of days at Disney's Animal Kingdom. And I, when I was in Africa, I had the great chance to... Um, check out these 50th Anniversary Gold Medallions. And I want to say that I think they're kind of cool. Um, know that I've got a list, um, well, how they sell these, with the exception of one location. I'll, I'll get to that in a minute. But with the exception of one location, they sell $5 per coin or all four for $15 and at Mombasa they have animals comparable to Disney's Animal Kingdom, Simba, Bambi, Timon, Pumbaa, Um, who'd you expect? It, It doesn't always seem so obvious who to expect in all the other lists, but I'm gonna run through that list. And again, you can check it out on Disney at Play. Magic Kingdom at the Emporium, they have Mickey and Minnie, okay, the lady. Okay. That's interesting. No tramp, but they have lady and Tinkerbell. Okay. So I'm good with that. Epcot Port of Entry. I always say Jiminy Cricket. They say Jiminy the Cricket. I guess that's the correct um, nomenclature. Genie. Not sure why Genie's there. Figment. Definitely understand that. Miguel. Definitely understand that. Don't know why. Genie doesn't show up as one of the gold statues so i'm not sure why it's being used i would have liked to see maybe um something from ratatouille perhaps a disney's animal kingdom i mentioned that one disney's hollywood studios at their five and dime which is right on hollywood boulevard r2d2 hey hey woody lumiere um four separate characters four different um uh, ips but um some good ones there I, I really would like to have an r2d2 for sure and lumiere it sounds interesting disney springs their pin traders has donald and daisy but also Pooh and piglet then you get to the well um actually it's kind of weird because epcot and disney's hollywood studios actually have two sets at epcot you at traders um they have nemo flounder dory and sebastian And then at Disney's Hollywood Studios, they have Cogsworth, Goofy, Bruni, and BB-8. So you see how you kind of mix those up? So you can't get R2-D2 at the same time you get BB-8. You got to go to two separate machines. Okay. Not surprising. Disney's Contemporary Resort, the fourth floor outside the arcade. They have a resort logo. Um, Pinocchio, Bo Peep, and Tramp. Oh, there's Tramp. Uh, but of course, you know, do you really want resort logo? Well, it doesn't matter if you want all. Th- if you want the other three, you you might as well press the button for four because it's going to cost you as much. Same thing at Polynesian uh, Cultural Center. They have the resort logo. Um, they also have Orange Bird. Now that that interests me. Stitch, um, Pua is there. Fort Wilderness. They have the resort logo. Chip Dale. Two separate coins. That one Thumper. Um, though, again, Bambi's over at Disney's Animal Kingdom, so you got to go different locations. Disney Springs, World of Disney, Chester Cat, Olaf, Jock, Gus. Um, all-star movies outside the arcade is Mad Hatter. That's a definite one I will be getting. Frozone, Edna, and uh, Joe from Soul. Um, it's interesting. They say Joe slash Soul. I guess it's because Joe is such a common name. Nobody's going to... Has yet really attached it to the to the film soul, and then All Star Music outside their arcade has Dumbo, Abu, Goofy, and Timothy. So separate of Dumbo is uh, Timothy, and then finally, and I'm, this is a little bit of a head scratcher. Apparently, Port Orleans only has Dante. From what I can figure, I haven't been there yet, but that's what that's what the list has shown me. I have a picture of what many of them look like too. Now, if you if you put it all together and you spend what I just called out and you buy you know, four for the price of three, you're gonna end up spending $200. Right now, they're going between 350 and 400 on eBay for the whole set. Um, I'm not sure I'm gonna go for the whole set. I guess I ought to go for the whole set, but that's a lot of money for the whole set. I just don't know. Um but yeah, there's some more that I would really orange bird, yeah, Chester cat, Mad Hatter, yes. Timothy, yeah, maybe, but yeah, F- Frozo maybe, Pinocchio definitely. Um but yeah, a lot of them, I'm not sure I want. Them. So, not sure where I'm going to go with that, but know that the list is at disneyaplay.com if you want to go. Now, returning back to Disney's Animal Kingdom. Let me just talk about what, what were the simple joys of this park, especially because I had a chance to enjoy them with my granddaughter. We'd been to the other parks, hadn't had a chance to really enjoy Disney's Animal Kingdom with her. And the first place we had to go to was the Boneyard. She loved the slides. She wanted the longer slides. <laughs> and uh, and uh, for someone who's a year and a half, I think she's doing pretty good on those slides. Although um, grandma went with her on down the slides. My favorite place is the sand play area. My goodness, we spent years at the sand play area with our youngest child, our youngest two children who were autistic. They're now grown, but boy, they enjoyed that sand play area. Got to wear shoes now. It used to not be that way, but had plenty of sand pails to kind of dig and play in. It was just, just brought me back to 20, uh, 15, 20 years ago being in the sand play area. So, that was very cool. Uh, you know, we just parked outside of Disney Kite Tales and that was uh, just uh, we planned it around the time they were doing one of the shows. It was the Jungle Book one, which uh, you kind of miss some of the, the, the props that the cast members use in the audience because they have some cool umbrellas and so forth. but you got to see the main the main the main, uh, the main um, characters blue and so forth. Uh, while we were in that area had a chance to see Maharaja Jungle Trek and saw tigers. more tigers than I had seen in a while. I, I think there are only three or four tigers in their entire exhibit, but they were out and about and usually if they are they're asleep in a corner that you can't quite see and here they were just very active. It was really great to see the tigers and the other components, uh, the birds, And uh, the bats are a little harder to see. It used to be you'd go into that bat cage kind of thing and you could see easily in one glance uh, 15 to 20 of those. Now it seems tricky to see four or five. So, but we did enjoy the Maharaja Jungle Trek. Um, Anything with Pandora is just enjoyable. I have to say that uh, Satuli Cantina, cantine I I thought the prices seemed a little high on the things we ordered there, and the the little drink that you order next door. My daughter bought one of those, and it seemed like the cup got smaller. That was a little disappointing, but the rest of Pandora was just beautiful. Um, we I just love Navi River Journey. I am so impressed by how well that story is told. And by the way, this is the point where I gotta, I gotta share. Um, if you have not checked out our Wayfinders Society, know that members get access to Pandora World of Avatar, which goes into more detail about that than any. By the way, uh, recently, this last week, guests were noting on one website that the image seems fuzzy on um, Avatar Flight of Passage, I was told that there is actually the use of um, of uh, laser to actually calculate the correct distance that that screen and that screen is actually able to move to recalculate itself to the audience and guests and so forth. I wasn't sure if that was done daily or if that was done every time you did the sh- did the show but but there they invested a ton of money to get that image right so i'm a little surprised that for many guests they were having kind of uh difficulty seeing uh much more than kind of a fuzzier image uh that was a little surprising um pandora at night oh my goodness i've added a gallery of photos to um to the website just being in Pandora at night is so wonderful. Now I just mentioned that I really would like to see a night show. And I do love what they have on, on the tree of life, but goodness gracious, I think Pandora at night is still really beautiful. Checked out, uh, at one of the gift shops, uh, they had Encanto merchandise, including the dress that, um, that uh, the lead wears in this show although it's only a one size fits what seems to be a 10 11 year old so uh, a little disappointing because ours isn't 10 or our granddaughter isn't 10 or 11 I think we'd love to get her address of that but other other things part of the Encanto merchandise not enough not enough Encanto merchandise and by the way where's Encanto? Disney's Animal Kingdom Imagine going through the through the home opening the door of the boy going in and seeing jaguars and and all the animals uh, that are uh, traditional toucans and so forth to Colombia. that would be a cool Disney Animal Kingdom much better than Ice Age in my opinion but I'm just talking and then on our way out we had a chance to check out um it, here's, here's what I enjoy doing, especially when I got a little one with me and I'm not in a hurry. I go and make, and I veer toward the right and I head toward Brain Forest Cafe. There's some outdoor fountains, that's kind of fun. Um, then you go inside and there's wonderful, if you haven't been to Living Seas recently, the little ones really love to see the fish um, aquarium exhibit that they have there. And they have some beautiful tropical fish in there. And then outside the restaurant, both sides, um, there are some really great places to just sit and some waterfalls and shade and benches. This is a great place to take a break. A lot of people just don't even think of Rainforest Cafe as being um, uh, part of Disney's Animal Kingdom. I'm humored because I'm actually looking I, I, I just pulled up, I just reorganized, oh my goodness, I have an entire file cabinet just to park maps um, around the world, and I just pulled up one that goes back to the days of um, Natazoo when, and Pal Mickey, Pal Mickey is advertised in this one, so I think it goes back about 10, 15 years. And you look at the picture of Rainforest Cafe, it looks like one big Niagara Falls waterfall. A lot of people forget that the original Rainforest Cafe was all waterfall on the front side of it. That has been dramatically reduced. It's not what it used to be. You can still see remnants of what it was intentionally supposed to be, but it's still beautiful. It's lovely. And for little ones, or even big ones, it's a great place to just hang out. And I have to say my two days... Um, one, uh, one midday and one evening at Disney's animal kingdom was just terrific. We had such a great time and, and I thought, you know, especially as, as, you know, big things like the star Wars, uh, galactic star cruiser was, uh, being tested out and so forth. And, and people have kind of discredited the parks is not as cool as that, or maybe not as cool as the cruise. It's still cool. Disney's Animal Kingdom is perhaps the least favorite of my parks at Walt Disney World. And even it is so cool. And we just had a great time just enjoying it, especially this time of year. If you're going to visit that park, go this time of year. It's the perfect time. And uh, and then bring along a granddaughter. That, <laughs> that doesn't hurt either. Well... This does it for disneyatplay.com. Hope you enjoyed it. Again, check out the Wayfinder Society. Make sure you subscribe. If you get a chance, just go over to iTunes. Give us a nice little review or a, a nice rating, if you don't mind. We are just the littlest podcast that could. I met a big, big blogger the other day. Nice guy. And uh, I introduced myself and my little blog podcast, but um we try to produce something that is meaningful to you and if you haven't listened to a number of podcasts previously we've done a lot on technology but the metaverse and technology and this genie plus it is all over the map with disney right now and so it's uh there was an interactive kind of bba or or r2d2 like character i think it was uh that had ai capability um, on the Star Cruiser. So lots of things happening technology-wise. It's very interesting. So check out those podcasts. And again, in the words of Sinbad's Storybook Voyage, always follow the compass of your heart. I hope you have a great day. We'll see you real soon.